Good morning, faithful listeners. It is Jen here with P40Ministries.com, and I am bringing you a brand new episode out of the Sermon on the Mount today, which is Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Now, you might be wondering why I'm only reading three verses today, but these verses are heavy and deep, and they tend to scare a lot of people. In fact, this part of the Sermon on the Mount is called one of the scariest parts in the entire Bible. Some of the scariest verses in the entire Bible. So let's discuss these today. Go and grab your Bibles. I'm going to be reading out of the NIV version of the Bible today. I don't usually read out of the NIV version, but I feel like that's the most common version of the Bible, and I felt that it would be good to discuss this portion in the NIV version of the Bible. So let's start here in verse 21 of Matthew chapter 7. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of the Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. Now you can see why this might be considered one of the scariest portions in all of scripture. Because Jesus here is saying that not everyone who calls on my name will enter into the kingdom of heaven. So many people are probably thinking by now, well, how do we know if we're saved? How do we know that we're going to get into the kingdom of heaven? Even people who prophesy in his name or casts out demons in his name or performs miracles in his name, they might not even be getting to heaven. So how could I possibly get into heaven? Well, let's talk about this portion of scripture a little bit. So we see here that people who are not getting into heaven can perform miracles and cast out demons in God's name. How can that be? if these people are not Christians. Well, I've, I researched this quite a bit, and one thing I found was there, was there was an author that was saying that they believe that this was done. These people are using not God to cast out these spirits, but Satan to cast out these spirits. And I don't believe that's true. I personally don't believe that's true because in the Bible, I don't remember where it's at, but in the Bible, Jesus says, Satan cannot cast out Satan because the Pharisees were accusing Jesus of having a satanic spirit in order to cast out these demons. But Jesus specifically says, Satan cannot cast out Satan. A house divided against itself cannot stand. So Satan's kingdom will not be able to stand if they're casting each other out. So that is why I believe that that is not a truth. I think that that is, um, is not true. I don't believe that Satan can cast out Satan. But I do believe that people who are unbelievers can cast out demons and perform miracles in Jesus' name because this has happened in other places in Scripture. For example, Judas. Judas, as we know, is not a saved person. 
he ends up betraying Christ, not to give any spoilers away, but he ends up, probably most people know that already, he ends up betraying Jesus. And scripture makes it very clear that Judas was unsaved. And yet he was going out and in Jesus' name was performing miracles and casting out spirits. And there's another story in Acts where these, I believe it was two men, were going around and casting out demons in Jesus' name. But these men were not saved and they were only doing it out of their own selfish ambition. And they go and try to cast out this very powerful demon. And this demon was basically like, I don't know who you are and I'm not listening to you. And he ends up overtaking those two men. And I think he ends up looting them and <laughs> um, basically throwing them out completely naked is the story that happened in Acts. So there is instances of unbelievers casting out demons and performing miracles in Jesus' name. But I don't believe necessarily that these people know that they're unbelievers. I think these people truly believe that they are saved. I think that these people are almost like the Pharisees. I think Jesus here is almost calling out the Pharisees, saying that these Pharisees, they say, Lord, Lord, they give money to the church. They uh, help people. They perform maybe they perform miracles I don't know but they know all these scriptures and they act like they're so good but they're not getting into heaven because all of this is for their own selfish gain they believe they are righteous when in fact they are very unrighteous people and James 3 verse 16 says something about selfish ambition and I think Jesus is always also talking here about selfish ambition those who who do these works and these miracles in Jesus's name but are only doing them almost like the Pharisees for their own selfish gain so James 3 verse 16 says for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you find disorder and every evil practice now if we're looking at only the Pharisees alone it's very true they have so many evil practices they end up crucifying Jesus out of jealousy and selfish ambition they end up murdering the son of God himself out of selfish ambition and I think that when Jesus is talking here in Matthew chapter 7 verses 21 through 23 he is saying don't be a hypocrite like these Pharisees that believe they are so righteous and that they are so wonderful and they do all these great works in my name but I don't know them I don't know them because they've never surrendered their life to me so yes these people can do great works in Jesus's name but if they don't have that surrender in their heart and believe that Jesus was raised from the dead in order to take away their sin if they don't believe that they are a sinner then no these people don't know Jesus and they can do all the miracles and all the great works and cast out demons all they want but they're not getting into heaven because they never accepted Jesus 
Christ. And that's all it comes down to. These verses, that's all this comes down to. Did they accept Jesus Christ or not? Sure, they can do these great works, but they didn't accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. So let's go back a little bit to Matthew chapter 5 and read here verse 20. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. So we need to surpass the righteousness of the Pharisees and of the scribes because they didn't have any righteousness. They believed they were super righteous, but they aren't getting into heaven. They didn't do these works in God's name for other people. They did it for selfish ambition, not because they loved God, not because they had the Holy Spirit inside of them, not because they surrendered their life to Christ. They did it out of their own selfish gain. So this is a call to Christians to not have selfish ambition, but to surrender their lives to Christ. This is a call to Christians to recognize sinfulness within them, themselves, within myself. This is a call to me to make sure I'm not doing everything I do out of selfish ambition, but to do it because I have a heart for Christ. And because I know that Jesus Christ is my savior and he is the one who can ultimately get me into heaven, not anything that I do on my own. I can't get into heaven on my own. I can't get into heaven through any good works that I do. It's impossible. Like I said, I, can, I could go out and drive demons out all I wanted, but if I didn't believe that Jesus was the only one that could get me into heaven, and I believed that with all my good works that I was doing, I could get into heaven, then I'm not getting into heaven. I have to surrender my life and know that I need a savior. This is all about knowing that we need a savior. All of Matthew chapter seven, actually the entire Sermon on the Mount is all about the heart and knowing that we need a savior. So I believe that this was a breakdown of Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. I hope that you enjoyed this part of the Sermon on the Mount. We are going to be finishing up the Sermon on the Mount on Thursday. We will be fully done with it. And I hope you join me then, 6 a.m. And as usual, go to my shop, www.p40ministries.com shop. And you can support P40 Ministries financially if you so choose by picking out one of your p40 ministries t-shirts i have some really adorable and cute designs in there including christmas designs now so definitely check those out and pick one up for yourself or pick one up for uh, for a friend for christmas share this podcast and share the love of god and wear that p40 ministries logo proudly. I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you tomorrow, 6 a.m. And as usual, happy listening and God bless.